Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to um, the Victory Point Podcast. My name is Steve Durr. I'll be your host this week. Um, Today is Monday, July 25, so hopefully you are enjoying your summer. Um, Hopefully you were able to get out and enjoy the nice weather we've been having recently, um, that you've been able to get away on some vacations maybe, Um, but just hopefully this has been a good restful time for you. I'm excited because I have uh, two guests with me. Uh, They are podcast veterans. So I have uh, Jordan and Amy McKinnis here. They were on the podcast um, two years ago uh, at the first summer of COVID we talked about um and they were host uh guests with brendan so jordan and amy thank you for joining us why don't you just uh, introduce yourselves um, many people know you um but just kind of for those who might not know you let us know about you sure uh well thank you for having us yeah, um, thank you. we're jordan and amy mckinnis uh we've been coming to victory points um a little over five years uh, well i've been coming for six years and amy's been coming for five um we have been married for little over five years, five years last June. Um, no kids, but one on the way, mm-hmm. uh, coming probably soon. Um, I'm a process engineer at a company called 3DX Tech. And I'm a pharmacy technician at Meyer on 16th Street. So uh, if you get your medicine there, you can probably wave hi to me. <laughs> um, I'll try to wave back. No yeah. promises. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we were excited to do the podcast again. Um, less nervous because we did it once already, but still a little bit, a little bit nervous. So, um, yeah, I like to bake and fish and, uh, woodwork and 3d print. So, okay. Um, do you have your own 3d printer? I do. Okay. Yeah. I have one in my, in the, in our basement. So just a little hobby printer that can't really do giant parts, but it's fun to mess around with. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and again, we're working on something and he says, Oh, I could, I could print something that, uh, that would make this easier. So yeah. Okay. yeah, one of my favorite things is to print useful stuff. Right? Sure. Because I could print knickknacks all day, but yeah. when something mm-hmm. is actually being put to good use in our house and making our lives a little easier, that's yeah. my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. The whole 3D printing thing fascinates me, just the fact that you could create them. And then it's, because not like, I mean, it's like good quality, right? I mean, it's like, it's some sort of plastic or something, right? Mm-hmm. That's a, and then, so it's actually something you can use. And so anyways, uh, that's, that's kind of cool technology. Um, so well, good. Well, um, t- thank you for letting uh, us get to know you a little bit and I'm sure we'll hear more about you guys and soon to be parenthood coming up soon. And, uh, it's an exciting time, um, for you guys. I think that my oldest is 22, so it's been a while since we were in your <laughs> shoes, but I, I think back often about, um, just kind of what they were like when they were little and it's a, it's a fun, fun time. So, um, not a lot of sleep. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun, fun time. But, yeah. but anyways, well, today we're going to read Hosea 11, 1 through 11. Um, last week on the podcast, um, Tom and Steve uh, read Hosea, uh, I think, 1. Um, the, that was uh, Monday's last week. So this kind of picks up the story a little bit later with Hosea. Um, so, Amy, would you be willing to read that for us? And yeah. then we'll kind of we'll talk about Certainly. it. Certainly. Okay. Hosea 11, 1 through 11. When Israel was a child, I loved him, and out of Egypt I called my son. The more they were called, the more they went away. They kept sacrificing to the Baals and 
burning offerings to idols. Yet it was I who taught Ephraim to walk. I took them up by their arms, but they did not know that I healed them. I led them with cords of kindness, with the bands of love, and I became to them as one who eases the yoke on their jaws, and I bent down to them and fed them. They shall not return to the land of Egypt, but Assyria shall be their king, because they have refused to return to me. The sword shall rage against their cities, consume the bars of their gates, and devour them because of their own counsels. My people are bent on turning away from me, and though they call out to the Most High, he shall not rise them up at all. How can I give you up, O Ephraim? How can I hand you over, O Israel? How can I make you like Adma? How can I treat you like Zeboam? My heart recoils within me. My compassion grows warm and tender. I will not execute my burning anger. I will not again destroy Ephraim, for I am God and not a man, the Holy One in your midst, and I will not come in wrath. They shall go after the Lord. He will roar like a lion. When he roars, his children shall come trembling from the west. They shall come trembling like birds from Egypt and like doves from the land of Assyria, and I will return them to their homes, declares the Lord. All right. Thank you, Amy, for doing that. So, Jordan, as you listen to Amy read that or as you prepared for this, what, what kind of um, hit you maybe in a new way or a different way with this passage? Yeah, I, so I thought it was kind of interesting um, in verse 8, uh, I, the second part of verse 8 where it says, my heart is changed within me. Um, I, I always picture God as this uh, just like a rock that never changes, that mm. never like differs from what you already know of it. Um, but I, I thought it was interesting that God says to himself, like, my heart is changed, that he mm. can actually uh, change how he feels and um, change the outcome of situations. And I just, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and luckily for the people of Brazil, he did change the mind because, you know, the first part of it, he's talking about all the things he could or should do to them, you know, mm -hmm. exile them, punish them. Um, but he does have that, that change. So mm -hmm. okay. I feel like it's kind of hard to like wrap your head around God changing his mind or changing mm -hmm. his heart too, because how can, you know, an all knowing being that knows the future and knows, you know, knows everything. Like how can they, he really change his heart? You know, that's just kind of, it's hard for us to wrap, hard for me to wrap my mind around. Yeah. Like he should already know what's going to happen. Therefore he should already know what he's going to do. So, but yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. And uh, I like the analogy that's, Kind of create here of um a child mm -hmm. so when israel was a child god loved them um and brought them out of egypt but then as they grew they turned away more from him you know worshiping Baals and stuff and that's kind of typical of, you know when you look at the you know young child when they're babies they're innocent and you know they depend and then when they get to the teenage years they start to rebel and hopefully they come <laughs> back to you but um you know and i'm sure we're all guilty of this too. Um, growing up, we made a lot of mistakes. Um, and I'm sure there were times, at least for my parents, where they wanted just to, you know, throw me out, not literally, but, you know, just the, the decisions I made probably did not make them happy. Um, but as my parents, you know, they, they didn't, they, their love for me um, superseded that anger. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, 
what I see here too is God is remembering, wait, these are my children. Mm -hmm. And so I should punish them. Um, and there will be some punishment, but I won't destroy them. I won't abandon them. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, I can think of specific instances in my life. Uh, my mom and my sister didn't really get along very well when okay. we were growing up. Uh, my mom's saying things like she is just going to do her own thing regardless of what I say. And that's that's kind of what I what I hear God saying right now, that my yeah. people are determined to turn away from me. And yeah. I guess that's just something that you go through as a parent. And that's something that, that God has, has gone through. And so something that we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. be going through, I'm sure. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think what I've often felt um, as a parent, is like, I don't know what my kids could ever do to make me like disown them. Mm -hmm. You know, and you hear mm -hmm. about that all the time. You hear about, you know, children and parents who are separated for one reason or another. But I think, you know, there's nothing that they could do that would make me want to turn my back on them. Mm -hmm. um, and at least I can't imagine what they would do. Um, and so, you know, again, that's kind of what God's saying here. Um, there is a time for discipline, though. Um, so he he will discipline, but he will um, restore them to him. So, mm -hmm. um and I also thought he talks about, you know, I am God, not man. Um, so men falter, I do not. And so that image, too, of him saying, you know, humans would get to, could get to the point where they just give up mm -hmm. and they or they they carry through with their anger. Mm -hmm. But but I'm God. I can't. I'm not like men. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Other ideas, other thoughts that came from this? I was just kind of struck with just the contrast of God's love and anger and mm. um, just both of those being so prevalent in this passage Like you brought up, um, you know, the child, you know, the parental parent child relationship. And we see in verse three, um, you know, teaching, you know, a parent teaching a child to walk. Um, but then, yeah, in verse nine, you know, he, um, uh, he says, you know, I will not execute my burning anger. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's, uh, that's pretty powerful too. So, yeah. um, yeah, just seeing, you know, you, you know, a lot of times we think of the old Testament as the angry God and mm. the new Testament is the loving God. And yeah. this is, it's nice to see them both oh, intertwined yeah. together in this passage. Yeah. So it's a, a I feel like it's a good kind of studying point almost because yeah. it's it's so easy for us as humans to cling to one of those like yeah. oh I don't, I don't like God because he's so angry or right. you know my God is all love and you know that you know doesn't would never do anything like that and it's like well yeah. you know he does he is both and you know he has an angry side and a yeah. loving side so, and yeah. we need to we need to figure out how to mesh those together in our minds and hearts. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because that's true. You often think about the Old Testament, you know, it, it's more anger and you know, mm -hmm. uh, the punishments that he has, you know, whether it's exile or sending plagues or whatever and um, contrasted by in the New Testament when it's all about him sending Jesus and the redemption through, mm -hmm. through him. And But to see both those sides here and remember that. So thank mm -hmm. you for pointing that out. So that's a cool mm -hmm. insight. So Yeah. And both sides are so passionate just yeah. all out like god feels he mm -hmm. he feels deeply which yeah. is really cool we don't yeah. have a far away indifferent god we have a mm. a close by personal 
passionate God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm right now I'm reading a book called 8030 by Ted Decker. Um, and uh, it's about this uh, woman who lives during Jesus's time, 8030. Mm -hmm. And, um, as the story goes on, she's going to meet Yeshua and, okay. and how she, Jesus referred to, but she's a, a, a desert dweller. So they have many gods. You know, okay. she was a slave in Egypt for a while. So she talks about one God or goddess. And the idea is that what she's talking about from her experience is gods are just out there. They, they kind of treat people however they want. Like, if you don't please me, I'm going to smite you or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a very diff distant type relationship, mm -hmm. um, like, like you were just saying, Jordan. And so, mm -hmm. you know, but we have a God who truly wants to have that relationship with us. And so that's mm -hmm. cool to, to think of that. So thanks yeah. for bringing that up. Mm -hmm. so, good. Well, any challenges you have for our listeners? Anything, any blessings you want to share them before we wrap up based on what we read today? Um, I don't know. I guess maybe it's just, you know, we should all think about, you know, how, you know, how we view God, you know, yeah. do we view him as the, do we tend to view him as the anger God or do we tend to view him as the loving God or are you, are you better than I am? And you know how to have both of those images in your <laughs> yeah, mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's what you said earlier. We've got to mesh those two yeah. together is a yeah. great challenge to, mm -hmm. to say, to not see God as one extreme or the other, mm -hmm. but to know that he is a God full of love and compassion, but he's a God who wants us to obey. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll read that later this week about um, obeying his commandments and um, when we get into Ecclesiastes. But um, so, yeah, I think that's a good challenge for us, for our listeners. So um, as you go throughout your day, remember you have a God who does love you. Um, and wants you to abide in his will. And there may be times where um, when we disobey, there's punishment or consequences to our actions. But ultimately, um, God wants to restore you uh, to him. And so we can thank and praise him for being a God who wants to do that. So thank you for joining us today. And we will talk to you again tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.